Welcome to Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. This Day Weather Podcast brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Cowboy State Daily has more original Wyoming news content than anybody else. Check them out at CowboyStateDaily.com. Well, welcome to the first day of fall. It comes in at 7.03 Mountain Time. And certainly the weather is syncing up quite well to the first day of fall with cooler, cloudier conditions, wet conditions for many of you. Boy, there was some good rain that fell over the last 48 hours over parts of Colorado, many areas of Colorado, parts of Wyoming, parts of Western Nebraska, finally getting some rain. And there'll be a little bit more coming today. So when we get to the autumnal equinox, that's when the axis of the earth is straight up and down and the sun is hitting the equator at a right angle. So this is now when we really start to lose the daylight as the earth tilts away from the sun as we go into the winter season. So this is where we are right now. But as we get into the forecast, part of the forecast, we're gonna be clearing out once we get into tonight and tomorrow. We talked about the wind. Yep, we've got some wind to deal with, but then beautiful weather's coming for the weekend. It's going to get windy late tonight and Friday, especially in parts of Wyoming, parts of Montana, northern Colorado, as the system moves on out. Then the weekend is just going to be really nice. Yeah, it could be a little breezy still, but not as strong as what we had on Friday. There's going to be a lot of sun and temperatures are going to be what I call the Goldilocks temperatures. Not too hot, not too warm, just right. And we're going to see high pressure for most of next week. So this is going to be a five to six day period of sunny blue skies, clear, cool nights, really, really nice weather conditions. Going to talk briefly about Fiona and Canada. Now, not often do you talk about hurricanes in Canada, although it happens more than you think, but Fiona is going to go extra tropical, we call it, and be kind of a very strong storm for Nova Scotia. And it's going to be Hurricane Hermine that is going to be causing Gulf of Mexico headaches next week. We'll take a look at that. Also, we have new La Nina information to pass on to you. The new analysis and the new computer projections are out for the upcoming next six months or so when it comes to those subtropical temperatures in the Pacific. Here's a shot on the Wind River Lake webcam from the Wyoming Department of Transportation. And you can see a little bit of fresh snow up on the mountain peaks. Some of the higher elevations seen in a few snowflakes overnight. Now, as we get into the pattern, there's a lot going on. And, and this happens as you change seasons, whether it's winter to spring, or as you go into fall in the summer transition from summer to fall, and you can see what's going on. We've got this low right here, bringing the precipitation and the cooler weather. Here's Fiona. Now, what Fiona's gonna do, and we'll talk about this here in a minute, hurricanes are always attracted to other areas of low pressure. So hurricanes are gonna steer themselves towards areas of low pressure or troughs, like you can see there in the northeastern United States. That's what's going to be a problem later. You can still see the high is there, but it's certainly suppressed down in the Texas, but it's going to have a comeback as we get into the weekend and early next week. This is by tomorrow morning, and with that trough going just to the north and east of us, when a low passes to the north, especially this time of year and in the spring and winter, when you get these low pressure systems that go north of the Continental Divide, pass over, this is where you get the wind. 
and especially when the wind is perpendicular, somewhat perpendicular, perpendicular to the Continental Divide, the wind gets squeezed to the canyons and the mountain gaps, and it's like putting your thumb over a garden hose. So this is going to be that windy period that develops late tonight and tomorrow. But as the system heads eastward, what is likely going to happen is the winds will relax and high pressure will build in behind it. And you can see Fiona getting drawn into that trough of low pressure right there. Here are the wind gusts forecasted basically from late tonight through Saturday morning. And you can see the areas. These are the normal wind prone areas that you tend to get. We're going to have some strong winds up around Cody and Matitsi, up over the mountain passes in northwestern Wyoming. Interstate 80 between Laramie and Cheyenne. Laramie to Rollins is going to be windy. Windy along sections of I-25 as well. And northeastern Wyoming going to see some strong winds. And if you were to back it out, you can see the extent of where the winds are going to be strongest. And that's going to be right in this area right here. Precipitation. We're about done with this system, but there's still going to be precipitation here over the next 24 to 36 hours. Northwest Montana, northwestern Wyoming doing well. Out on the eastern plains getting a little bit more rainfall as well. And southern and southwest Colorado, northwest New Mexico, more rain coming their ways. Boy, talk about how fortunes changed in this part of the nation since where we were at spring to where we are now, that monsoon when this early fall moisture really helping out in those areas. Now let's take a look at what happens as we get into early next week. As we get into early next week, we are going to be looking at high pressure really extending itself and building over the west. This is a very strong area of high pressure. This is why it's going to be so nice for a while. Then here's Hermine coming out of Cuba area and entering the Gulf of Mexico early next week. But we are going to have here in the West, very quiet weather. So if you look at what's going to be happening across North America over the next week, we're actually positioned to be in one of the best places weather-wise compared to what's going to be going on in many other areas. Now I wanted to talk about Fiona and Canada. So here's the Northeast United States, here's Maine. Here's Nova Scotia. You can see it's going to go right into Nova Scotia. Watch out, Oak Island. Have they found the treasure yet? They better find it soon if they haven't, because this is going to be a major storm crashing into Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, and the eastern provinces of Canada. Look at these wind gusts. You know, these are winds gusting in hurricane strength or stronger in some areas as it comes on into there with some very, very heavy rainfall as well. Now, here's... Hermine. This is the European model forecast by next Wednesday, 6 p.m. Mountain Time. So again, we're going to show you like we've been doing where the different models are. And if you thought they were a little different yesterday, well, <laughs> they're different again today. The European says, watch out, Florida. The American model is actually wanting to take it into the central and western Gulf at the same time. And here's the Canadian which takes it across Florida and already by Wednesday has it near South Carolina and the coast of Georgia. So talk about three different solutions and we're gonna to continue to see this wild variation trying to track down where Hermine's gonna go. What it's gonna do is it's gonna either get drawn northward towards that low pressure that's up here, right here in the Great Lakes and be able to either get caught up and wanting to go towards it or this will go east, kind of bypassing, and Hermine won't have a chance to catch up, and then goes west. That's really what's going to dictate where that hurricane is going to go. 
Now, long term, when is our next cool down? Well, I think towards next weekend. This is by next Saturday evening. We're going to have a low in the Four Corners area. Not a big one, but something of a system. That could bring some showers away. Then here's some stronger lows queued up to come later on. So my guess is right now between the 5th and the 10th of October is going to be the time when we get that shot of much colder air and a better chance of precipitation again. Now, quick La Nina update. Here are the sea surface temperature anomalies as of this past weekend. Look how impressive that is. Although you see this red area right here, there's a little bit of an erosion trying to come on in, but this La Nina is just gonna keep on going through the fall season. But we do have an updated prediction that came down a couple of days ago. I want you to pay attention to the red, this dark red solid line here. Now, anything that is minus 0.5 Celsius anomaly is going to be considered La Nina state. 0.5 positive Celsius anomaly is going to be considered an El Nino state. What we're seeing right here is, is that we cross out of La Nina status in that December, January, February timeframe and actually go into the warmer status above the zero anomaly as we get into March, April, and May. Actually, this prediction is slightly more optimistic than the light one, just slightly, but it is. And you can see it in the graph here. The blue represents the probabilities of La Nina continuing. And you can see how steep that graph gets, especially how much it drops as we get to the first of the year. Notice the El Nino probability, which is red, is increasing as well, but it's still a low probability, less than 30% as we get into spring. But notice the neutral, the neutral status, the bars are going up here to where the, the chances of going to neutral status still is looking very good right at the beginning of the year, which is not a deviation from what we showed you last time, other than the fact that maybe this is slightly a little bit earlier happening, getting out of La Nina than the last projection. And this is what the official word is out of the folks tracking it, is that we'll go into neutral sometime between January and March of 2023. Let's hope it's earlier than later. Have yourself a great Thursday. See you tomorrow.